here with Kay. Hi, Kay. Oh, hi, Jeanette. Good to be back. I was in Perth last yes, week. So, so a little bit late with this yes, one. Yes, so, so we're doing retrospectively. Excellent. So this is looking yep. back for the bunyip on Wednesday the 20th of October 2021. So this is last week's bunyip. And the first story is from 150 years ago, the late Dr Popham. We're sorry to announce the demise of this medical gentleman, which took place early yesterday morning. Dr Popham arrived in the colony in 1853 and was for some time practising at Glenelg. For the past 10 years, he has practised in Gawler and was surgeon to several lodges, both in Crawler, it says, and the country townships. His loss will be much felt in Gawler as he was considered a most skilful physician and had had a very extensive practice. The funeral arrangements are entrusted to Mr A.G. Woodman and the remains are to be interred in the Church of England Cemetery. There's some interesting things there, aren't there? There's a lot of interesting little things in there. Yes. I assume the Church of England Cemetery is the one up on Cheek Avenue? Yes, that's a little bit run down. It used to get a lot of vandalism, but it's such a beautiful place. It's got real character. It has. And, yes, and you said something about Dr Popham's wife kept working? Yes, Yes, apparently she kept running the practice after his death. Oh, my goodness. she was killed in an accident, road accident. Oh, I can't remember where I saw that. But there's an article about it. Yeah, a road accident would have been unusual because this is 18... Common, Were they? Yes. More 150 common. years ago. Yes. Horses. Uh, of course, horses yes. would it be. I know yes. about horses. Know about yes, horses. of course. Yes. So. Yes. Oh, oh. Just within our family history, my great grandfather was knocked off a horse by a low branch riding yeah. at night. And oh, killed. wow. Justin's great grandfather was killed by bolting horses <gasps> in his horse and cart. Mm. So, just in you know our own family history, we've got oh, people wow. killed in horse accidents. And reading through old bunyips, something that really struck me was the number of fatalities. Well, that's and true. Road accidents back then were yeah, well, commonplace. So well, we think road accidents sort of thing feature of our modern age. Oh well, not. one of my ancestors came off a horse and died, but they put <laughs> put the death down to being a fall because he was drunk. <laughs> Yes, he's the only convict ancestor I've got. He came from Tasmania up to Adelaide. But yes, he fell off the horse and was hit his head and because he was drunk. So I don't know whether that's a road-related accident. I think it is because they didn't have any road laws about drink driving. Yeah. And, and the other thing that's interesting to me about this one is that the funeral was entrusted to Mr A.G. Woodman. When I'm pretty sure that Taylor and Forgy were operating here in Gawler at that time. I think they were. They've been. They've been here for a long time. time. So that's an interesting one. But he was very strong in the lodges, and maybe the Forgy family weren't part of the lodge umbrella or group of. Yeah. Yes, interesting one that. So you pick up so much from a little story like that. You do. You pick up a lot. All right, over to you for 100 years ago. 100 years ago, was Calix electrocuted? Quite a sensation was caused on Friday morning last when it was reported that the racehorse Calyx had been electrocuted near to the municipal electric light transformer at the substation in Gawler South. Mr T Ellington, a local trainer, had sent out a string of horses for exercise in the early morning and Mulroney, the rider of Calyx, elected to travel in the grass of the water table in the street leading past the Church of the Transfiguration towards the monument. When within about 20 feet of the transformer station, Calyx made a terrific bound forward, landing on the footpath, only to immediately roll over into the gutter dead. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I don't know if that's the thing, but interesting. We had a transformer blowing all south 
about a week ago. Oh, did you really? It was like a huge boom. Yeah. And all the lights went down, and then they came back up, and I sort of ran outside and could see that neighbours. Security yep. lights were doing funny things. Yeah. Street lights were all out, and it took a while before street lights. Oh came wow! Out. Yeah, I know they make a huge bang mm. when they go off. So, mm. I've seen the photograph of the horses struck by lightning. Is an old photo just out near Freeling. They were pulling a dray, and the, all the horses and the driver were found dead, and the horses were all just lying on their sides, all in harness. And the driver's sitting in his seat and they were struck by lightning. Wow. And it would have conducted down through the driver and along the reins to, to killed all the horses. I think there are eight horses in the team, draft horses. Oh, wow. It's an so extraordinary it photograph. Oh, it is. So, okay, over to you for 50 years 50 ago. 50 years ago, $90 stolen in an hour's absence. About $90 in cash was stolen from the home of Mr and Mrs Graham Gamo of Two Worlds on Sunday morning. The house had been left vacant for about an hour while Mrs Gamo attended a church service and Mr Gamo went out on business. When they returned, they found a thief had entered the house through a rear window. It was the second occasion the house had been broken into in the past three months. Well, I know Graham and Margaret Gamo really, really well. They were part of our melodrama group and Graham was our prompt. And Is Margaret. He's a cousin to them. He actually worked for the Malalai Council as a grader driver for many, many years. Margaret worked at the post office for a long time and she used to walk from their house into the town every morning. So it was about a kilometre and they're both still alive. I've always used the demos for plumbers. They're very good. When our extension was being built, one of the young builders was one of the... I think he was the... Was that Andy Gamo? Yes. He's now a plumber. Yes. So he came back and put installed our hot water tank. He yes. said, I helped build this. <laughs> My name is called under the walls under yeah. the plaster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's Gamos. Yeah. If you live in two worlds, you know Gamos. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's an unusual name. And yes, mm. they're a good family. Yeah, and they've been in two worlds for a long time. Mm. So. Okay, we'll move on. 25 years ago, Kamikaze Corridor. Bicycle riders and business people in Murray Street, Gawler, are united in their opposition to cycle lanes established in the town's main thoroughfare. The lanes are a small section of Gawler Council's strategic bicycle plan encompassing a main road network, a Department of Transport initiative and a local bicycle network on streets within the township. However, business owners north of Jacob Street believe the bicycle track will rob them of parking bays in front of their premises. <laughs> so another one that I could say a lot about <laughs> because I, as a cyclist, first of all, I hated cycle lanes as a cyclist. Mm, mm. They didn't make it safer, if anything, they made it more right. dangerous. Yep. Because motorists then expected you to be in the cycle lane, but they were allowed to park in the cycle lane. Mm. Which meant that you still had to go on the road. Mm. Quite often the cycle lane wasn't as rough, it wasn't well tended, mm. and you still... It, it just made it more dangerous. Yeah. And always when it was most dangerous, part of the road coming towards an intersection or a narrow part of it, but you really needed a cycle lane, they cut out. Mm. So yeah. they were token. Yes. They were a token gesture yeah. that didn't actually help cyclists. But at the same time, the whole parking thing, I think, is made a little bit too much of it. <laughs> I managed to find a park out in Murray Street, so yes, yes. no, fortunately I know how to reverse park into a car park. I so I always park right away and walk. <laughs> oh, I either park right out the front here or I go up to Woolworths and park under there where I can drive through. So, okay, and 10 years ago we have, 10 years ago, Warland Skippers Joey's Outfit. 
which is almost like speaking in tongues. It is. At just 15 years of age, Gawler soccer star Ben Warland can say he has had the honour of captaining his nation. The talented junior capped off a rapid rise from club player to Australian skipper when he led the under-15 Joeys out for an Asian Cup match. The appointment is another feather in the cap for the AIS scholarship holder whose decorated junior career promises a big future in the sport. Ben Warland. So I don't know whether he still plays soccer. Have you heard of him? No, I don't know. Uh, 20, he'd be 25 now. Oh, That's only yeah, 10 years ago. I must have a look and see whether we can find out anything mm. about him. But soccer is not a sport that I follow very much, but I know it's one of the biggest played yes. ball games in the world. So one apart of, from um, bas- basketball. Patrick's good friends was very involved with the local soccer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a very good non-contact sport, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so the boys used to play soccer on the street. In fact, that's how oh, they got wow. to make friends with the boy over the road. Oh, so it okay. started when their Turkish uncle, they don't have a Turkish uncle, they have a Turkish uncle, came to visit the first time we visited and looked at the road and said, What's, you've got this road, there's no cars, and you're not out there playing soccer. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> out there playing soccer. Oh, and then yeah. Sam came over and joined in. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, they yeah. used to play soccer on the street for years. Wow, yeah. So it is a good, just kicking a ball is good. It is, and, it's, and, and as I say, it's a non-contact, which mm. being girls also participate in it much more safely, I think, mm. than in contact sports because, you know, as much as I like to play for an even, you know, equal mm. access yeah. to all sports, girls develop boobs and, you know, you can get very vulnerable around the breast region and that's yes. like, yeah, contact sport, mm, don't know about tackling. So says the horse rider. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll leave it there for yep. this one. Great. Talk later. Yes, we'll okay. do. Thank you, Kate. Throw like so.